Welcome to the bullpen. Got a good one for you, and there she is. As we said, welcome to the bullpen, Dr. Tiffany Lloyd, host of Jesus and Justice with Dr. Tiff, <laughs> professor, author. And we've gotta talk about really what, what is Dr. Hysteria. <laughs> That's really the word for it, hysteria <laughs> over this CRT and its effect on the upcoming election. So I want you to break it down for us. How serious a problem is this? Hi, Sharon, thank you so much for having me. The critical race theory is a serious problem because number one, it is mystified, it is misinterpreted. And ladies and gentlemen, critical race theory is a graduate school course. It is a course that is taught in law school and graduate school. What you hear lawmakers fighting about is not CRT. It is about lawmakers wanting to dismiss true American history. So you have these lawmakers who, it's kind of like what you're saying is, just like lay people shouldn't write prescriptions, okay? <laughs> and lay people probably shouldn't represent themselves in court. Okay, there's certain yeah. things you, you can't file a brief, you don't know what you're doing, okay? Mm -hmm. So they shouldn't be talking about this and interchanging words like wokeness. It's just a, a broad brush that they're painting right. over everything. But what's the danger if this persists? People picking up this term and weaponizing CRT that was meant for deep thought provoking study. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, CRT was introduced in the 70s, 80s by Derek Bell, Kimberly Crenshaw, Patricia Williams, Richard Delgado. And basically what CRT is, is just telling people how justice is not, we don't always have justice, how the laws are not just. And so you already have approximately at least 36 states that have tried to restrict talking about racism, um, things that have really occurred. Here, here's the thing, is that what they are fighting for in the school system, it is basically you're indoctrinating minds. You're trying to indoctrinate minds. You, they're playing this game of that African Americans are playing victim and making white Americans feel bad for being white. That is not what CRT is at all. What CRT is, is that letting, how can you know where you're going if you don't know where you've been? Slavery is American history. It's not just black history, it is American history. So when people say, well, what laws are in place that have undermined, that have restricted African Americans? Let's go back to 1857 to Dred Scott versus Sanford. When Dred Scott tried to sue for his freedom, when Sanford moved him from a slave territory state to a non-slave territory state. You had a US Supreme Court Justice, Roger Taney, that said that when they wrote the Declaration of Independence, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. They were talking about white men only. And then Roger Taney also went on to say that African-Americans were not looked at as citizens. Therefore, they had no right to sue anyone in the court. So when you go down to 1896 to Plessy, to Plessy versus Ferguson, he can't ride in a railway train station, railway train car because he is considered one eighth black. And then we can just go on and on with Jim Crow, even voter suppression now, 
we're trying to, they are trying to make kids forget about that history existed. And when you live in certain states such as Texas, it's even not even saying anything negative about the KKK. They don't want you to say anything negative about the KKK saying that they are a a white supremacist organization. And that is what they call themselves. So this is a problem in elections when you already have 36 states that are trying to restrict talking about racism. Yeah, it's like the the next pandemic to me. We're already in it, so to speak, Mm -hmm. when you talk about the speed that it is just, it just keeps infecting more and more people in many more states. Um, You earned the the title of doctor, okay, the way you (laughs) broke that down, your history. But as you educate all of us, some people just, we're talking about very smart people who don't want to have truthful conversations. Isn't that what it's all about? And why is the truth so scary? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that those are individuals that are committed to misunderstanding. I think for very intelligent people, you would know that CRT is not what is taught K through 12. What people are saying critical race theory is, ladies and gentlemen, Critical race theory, that is not what is taught in K through 12. What is being taught is, is that black history, women's history, things that happened in America. They have this notion that we are making white children feel bad for being white and blacks are the victims. That is not what critical race theory is. Critical race theory Ladies and gentlemen, it is strictly just saying how laws have been unjust. And if you want to go a step further to those people who just talk about race, oh, women's history comes in that. Women were not allowed to vote when they first did the 15th Amendment. It was for newly freed black, for newly freed slave men that had the right to vote. Women were not allowed to vote until the 19th Amendment. So if this is basically people not wanting to talk about racism. They want want people to feel that America has just always been great, that it has always been perfect, and that's just not true. Wow, um, and it's for some people, what you just said threatens their very existence. That's what's in their heads. It just threatens <laughs> their very existence. I, I want you to speak to someone out there who may have accidentally happened upon us. Help mm-hmm. them understand that this is a whole new beginning and not the end of you and life as you know it. Mm -hmm. I wanna say to those individuals that no one in the African American community says that all white people are racist and every white person was for slavery, number one. Number two, if you feel that critical race theory or talking about black history, makes white children feel bad, that is not true. It is getting people to understand that America has had a dark history. Now, for those of you who say, well, we shouldn't make black white people feel bad. Well, I wanna ask you the question, how do you think Dred Scott felt when he was in a non-slave territory state when they still made him a slave? How do you think Ruby Bridges felt? How do you think Linda Brown felt when she tried to go to an all black school and met with anger and protest? 
How do you think that Herman Sweat, Herman Sweat felt when he graduated at the top of his class at Wiley College and tried to get into the law school at University of Texas and said that he couldn't because of the color of his skin? So how do you think Ahmaud Arbery felt when he jogged and he was profiled just because he was a black man? See, we can see the only way that America can heal is that you have difficult conversations. And it, the world would be such a boring place if we all thought the same, right? And so, and, and, and so talking about African-American history, that is not uh, provoking racism. That is not provoking protest. That is not provoking being divided between blacks and whites. But it is a conversation that in order for this country to heal, it's a conversation that we must have. But I think that it is important for those of you who are saying that critical race theory is taught in K through 12. I think that it is so important for you to educate yourself and stop going by what you've heard someone else say and start researching for yourself. Because if you research for yourself, you would know that critical race theory is not taught in K through 12. When you have so much, Dr. Lloyd, misinformation and and threat of criminality, right? There's there's real sanctions that what's his face down in Florida is making sure, you know, he either this time or maybe he waits. Um, they really want to criminalize people who just want to learn. You're saying go out, educate yourself. Books that aren't allowed to be in libraries and that whole thing. It's like I had a wise friend say to me here in Georgia, oh, they're passing all these voter restrictions, can't pass out bottled water, you can't do this and that. But at the end of the day, we could still vote. Mm-hmm. And you better get out there and wait in line and vote. And we did. We mm-hmm. still did it. But when you have such a threat that goes to this level, how do we win? Mm-hmm. You know, it's so important to educate, especially outside of school, because you can't really depend on school systems now to educate. And that's why I encourage parents, churches to educate our children, because how will they know if we don't teach them, especially the dark history of America? And then when we look at laws of how marijuana has been abused with the African-American community, think about Harry Anslinger, who was the director of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics. Watch this, Sharon, he said originally that weed was not a big deal, that it was an absurd fallacy that marijuana was bad. But then then he goes, he goes back on his word. He says that the majority of the users of weed is used by the African-American and the Latino community. He said that African-Americans and Latino community should remember their place in American in the American fabric of this society. So therefore, that's when he made weed become, uh, uh, you know, you know, criminalized. Sure. So it's, 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 it's things like that that our children need to understand. And this is why you had uh, Henry uh, Derek Bell uh, and Kimberly Crenshaw who came up with the critical race theory to let us know that the law is not just. Wow. I mean, when you, when you break it down using the marijuana laws like that, it's just uh, jaw dropping. It's just jaw dropping. Who can critical race theory benefit. And I know we're talking about the the larger scare and the hysteria with elections, but who can it benefit more? 
white children or black children? I think it can benefit us all more. Number one, first of all, with us and with the African-American community, there are so many of our children, um, you know, they have the, the latest phone, they have everything. But when you ask them any, any basic information about things that they should know, a lot of them unfortunately don't know. So I think that it starts with both. With, I think both is just as equal as important being an African-American. Um, and so I think that it's so, so critical for parents to educate your children. If we can spend time going to concerts, we can spend our time uh, buying the latest iPhones. We can also take out the time to buy a book and educate our children more on the history, on the dark history of America. And with white children, it's important to know, because see, here's the thing that I know about, about racism, is that you're not born a racist, you're taught to be a racist, mm -hmm. and you choose to be racist. So it's important for white children to also know the challenges that black and brown uh, people have faced. So we can better understand each other. We don't have to agree with each other, but we can all understand each other better. I can never be one of those people who chooses darkness over light. Enlighten me, teach me, correct right. me, I right. want more. And of right. course, Dr. Ritchie is a prolific learner. He mm -hmm. just I know he's he's kicking himself for missing you, but but you'll be back on because this is the kind of discussion that more and more people have to have the truth, mm -hmm. authenticity, just mm -hmm. the facts, even somebody mm -hmm. else's experience. Um, so we love you, Dr. Lloyd, and love keep going. Okay, yeah. don't yeah. stop. And thank I know uh, Dr. Richie will have you back. I thank you so much. Thank you so thank much, you. Dr. Lloyd. Sure. Appreciate thank you always. Thank you.